success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and they rarely talk about it because that's not what creates success. Join us here where we'll chat with serial entrepreneurs, both men and women, and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship. We'll talk about the obstacles we faced and how to overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is She's Invincible. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on She's Invincible. And oh my gosh, do I have an invincible one to introduce you to today. Barb V is an international best-selling author, speaker, world record setter in both athletics and business, and a number one uh, host of a number one podcast called The Kid Factor. Barb has taught in over 67 different countries on over 517 campuses. She's worked with over 300,000 students in a variety of academic and business settings with the global success of her financial education curriculums, books, coaching, and podcasts. Barb serves and focuses on empowering individuals of all ages and abilities with the knowledge and skills necessary for success in business, finance, entrepreneurship, athletics, and life. Oh my gosh, Barbie, welcome to She's Invincible. We are so excited to have you with us today. Oh, Cammy, it is an honor to be here with you and with your audience. Oh my gosh, let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible? Oh, my word. Um, you know, I started my first business at the age of six and a half years old. And I ended up selling that business in the fourth grade for a profit. I then moved and because the business was a location based business in the fourth grade, my family built a house and moved to the other side of town. And I was like, no, we're going to lose. I'm going to lose my business. But we moved anyhow. But I sold that business to some of my employees. Then I moved to the other side of town, started another business. And in that business, I um, hired the local boys all about my same age, but because it was a lawn care business, a snow removal business, and I hired the boys to do the work for the houses that I had put me under contract. So they were all upset with me, but then when I could hire them, I had a successful business. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. All right, then what? Um, I went to ended up moving again in high school, went to college on a partial athletic scholarship, but I started my own business again in college that I had an entertainment and a delivery business. I hired some of the college students in the department, the music department. They were hired for doing singing and musical telegrams and special deliveries. I, the business itself, the entertainment business, I was a professional clown. 
I did birthday parties, grand openings, magic shows. And the neat part about that was I put myself through college. And when I walked across that graduation stage, I walked across that graduation stage with zero debt. So I started life with no help from my parents, no help from anyone else, a small little scholarship for athletics, and then zero debt. And then I became a classroom math teacher. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. So tell us a little bit about that. You were a classroom so math teacher. I I first, my background that I went through college for was an English or science high school teacher, but I moved across country and the, one of the jobs that I received because of what I was doing outside of class and outside of college, I was running a day camp. I had over 300 um, children in my day camp program. And my best friend worked for Easter Seals camp. We wanted to hang out more during the summer. So we put our two camps together. So I got a big experience working with children with special needs. Wow. And because of that, when I moved to Maryland and I worked in Baltimore city public schools, they saw all of my experience with special needs, kids and adults. So they were like, Oh, you can teach special ed elementary school. And I'm an English or science trained high school teacher. And they put me in that. And instead of saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, I said, I will, I will, I will. And I up-leveled my children and my students and I was eventually headhunted by a special education school. And in that, that's when I was offered the teacher, the position is of a math teacher. And I'm like, what am I going to teach them? And I said, what curriculum do I get to use? And the principal said, you're smart enough. You can either go write one or you can go buy one. And I had gone from Baltimore city public schools with a, uh, budget, an annual budget for my classroom of $25 to this new school with $10,000 annual budget. So wow. I thought I had died and gone to heaven as a classroom teacher, but I ended up looking at where you and I as adults, where do you, we use math in our everyday life? And the majority of it revolves around money and bills and adulting. Sure. And so I wrote a financial education curriculum that I used the National Council of Teachers of Mathematics, their national standards. I embedded those standards into every lesson plan and I created this curriculum. And eventually that was what took me out of classroom teaching because I wanted to touch more lives. And by touching more lives in the classroom, I touched maybe maximum 125 students a year. I can Amazing. go do a workshop today. I can do the podcast today. And I can touch millions of people and teachers and kids in a single episode. Oh, that's so true. So true. Oh, my gosh. So tell us briefly, because we're going to talk about this more later, but tell us briefly about the Kid Factor. The Kid Factor is my both my podcast, but it's also the name of my business. And the concept behind the kid factor is it's what I took advantage of when I was six and a half years old. Everybody that I interchanged, inter, um, worked with, everybody that I had any kind of work with as a kid, I was always the number one salesperson in cookie sales and popcorn sales and all that. And the reason was because I was a kid. 
And adults typically want to serve and help kids and up-level kids. And they're always saying, where were you when I was growing up? I, uh, you know, I'm going to support you and I'm going to dish out. I don't care if your baked goods taste terrible. I'm going to buy them anyhow, because it, the adults know that will up-level a child's self-esteem. So true. the kids factor is I work with young people and their parents and adults that when I work with them, I teach them how to start their own business. I work with their personal development. And then I teach them sales and skills like that. But when I was going up and growing up and through it, we have about age six to 26. We have about 20 years, typically 10 years of utilizing what I call the kid factor. And that's the part where an adult will do and buy something from a kid before they buy the same materials identical from an adult. So that's the kid factor. It's so true. And whether you need it or not, right? Like even if you can't eat a Girl Scout cookie, you're going to buy them and give them away, right? Because they're kids and we're going to support that. I love it. All right. So tell us what makes you invincible. Oh my goodness. Um, I think the first thing that makes me invincible is I have always had, I don't, I don't understand the word can't. I don't have the word can't in my vocabulary. And without the word can't, it's how can I, how else can I, what can I do? So I think one of the biggest things that makes me invincible is I don't have that word in my personal vocabulary. And without that word, it's like, what do I want to do? And then the other big thing is I'm a goal setter. I find out what I want, where I want, where I'm at today, where I want to go and where I want to be. And by when, and I make those types of things happen. And I do that. And that's a part of what I teach my young people and the parents and the adults that I work with. I love that. So you're making your own little invincibles, right? <laughs> by sharing by sharing what makes you invincible. I love it. Well, today I'm excited to talk to you about digital vending. So, and this is a word we don't hear a lot, right? We all know vending. Like I lived on vending machines. That's where I got my Snickers bars and my Diet Cokes. Like why bother, right? <laughs> uh, but um, I love what you're doing with this. So first let's start with, what the heck is digital vending? Well, real quickly to tell you where and how I created it. It's something that I've created because before 2020, one of the things that I was doing was teaching my young people, my young entrepreneurs and their families to start their own business. And they were vending machine businesses because they were positive cash flow. They were almost everything you need to know about real estate, but in a small little vending machine. You put a quarter in, you get a quarter out. We know what happened in 2020. Everything shut down and nobody wants to put a quarter into a machine and get a handful of M&Ms, Mike and I could Skittles out. So I had to find some other realm to teach my young people about assets and liabilities and help them create an asset. The digital vending program is I teach and work with my young people on how to create their own assets. I've got one right now, eight years old. He has his own asset and he created that asset in less than six weeks. That's amazing. So tell us about now about digital vending and how you're using it today. 
Okay, so digital vending is pretty much finding a subject or a topic that you are an expert in or that you have a passion around. And then the digital vending part is we create a program, either a book or some other digital material that you have ownership in because you don't get paid. You get paid for what you own, not for what you do. Many employees get paid for that. But if you own a book, like my young little eight-year-old, that's one of the people on my podcast interviews, he owns a book. He's eight years old. In 10 years from now, that digital product is going to continuously make him money, passive residual money, no matter what he does and where he goes. But he's now the owner of that digital vending product. I love that. So let's go in the direction of, so now you're helping these young entrepreneurs, I want to call them kidpreneurs, right? Um, To create this digital uh, vending here. And now what is the next step with that? And what direction are you taking them for that next step? Okay, so with the young people, but I do the same thing for adults. Okay. I I find find what you love. One of them, and we're going to use Mac. As an example, Mac loves dinosaurs. His book is all about dinosaurs. So he's an expert at eight years old in dinosaurs. So he's created a book that's all about dinosaurs. But now he has, an eight, as an eight-year-old, the kid factor, he's now setting up appointments to do speaking engagements at local schools, at local bookstores and booksellers. He's creating podcast interviews and doing those. He's he's now become this go-to expert and up-leveled in his life all about the what he's doing because his marketing is tapping into both the kid factor, but now he's the author of a digital vending product that somebody can buy and he's able to sell it through passive residual income while he's sleeping or while he's at karate class or soccer camp, he's making money. How many adults can say they're doing that when they're doing what they love to do? And that's the key to a digital um, vending type of product. I love that. So I just want to ask you this. So you help them create that. And then do you also teach them what to do with the money? Like, what the heck is an eight-year-old know about money? Like, all of a sudden, they get this book out there, and they're speaking about dinosaurs, and they get money. So where does this come in, where we're teaching that whole, what do you do with the money when you get it? Well, the neat part is it starts even before that, because we don't do the digital vending product first. I teach money and finances first. I first teach them about assets and liabilities your wants and your needs. And then once they get the money, what do they want to do with it? Most of my kids, when they go through one of my first classes that I teach everybody through and through that class, those kids before they, one of my young entrepreneurs, he wanted a dirt bike. And his dad said, you can have a dirt bike. He got money for Christmas and his birthday. And he be, but you have to go through Miss Barb's class first. And as soon as he went through my, his, my class, he was like, I don't want to spend the money on a liability of a dirt bike. I want an asset. He started with a vending machine, 
By the time he was nine years old, he had 10 vending machines. Each of them were making $100 net a month. Now, all my kids know and understand that type of vocabulary. He's making $1,000 a month, working less than four hours a week, month. Cleaning his vending machines and filling them up. He's making $1,000 net profit every month. That is insane. And I do realize that there is a lot to be made outside of the pandemic, of course, um, in vending machines, because, you know, you buy this food for super cheap, right? You can buy a case of water at Costco for $3 and sell each bottle for $3 or more. So there is a lot of money to be made here. And I love that you're teaching kids because to the, this is the, the, world or the generation of entrepreneurs and small businesses and what better way they don't teach this in school these kids are not learning this and I love that you're doing it so one of the things that I wanted to make sure we talked about in this time um, and especially with writing digital uh, this digital vending kind of book um, and really these kids are putting themselves out there right so they're public and now we have AI and so I want to talk real quick about that and really um share some safety around that because there's so much talk about AI as adults we know where we should stop where we shouldn't give too much information but kids they're all over the internet and they I mean this could be go really wrong so can we talk a little bit about How do we encourage our kids to reach for the moon and do these great, amazing things and yet still keep them the little protected child that they are and that they should be? Absolutely. One of the first things is you make sure that you as the adult in that child's life, you have open communication. They trust and believe you. And they, you don't want them doing something out there, but because there's so many different types of AI, there's audio AI. So they'll record your voice. There's digital um, facial recognition. There's AI that can literally recreate what you look like and what you sound like. And if you're putting those types of things out there, When you put it into typically any open source or any source of artificial intelligence, that artificial intelligence, it's like feeding a monster. And but you can it depends on how you're going to use that monster. But if our kids are using it, you don't want to put anything personal in it. Right. You want to use everything as generic, but you ask your generic questions. But just like teaching a computer. If you put the garbage in, it's going to give you garbage out. If you put your personal information in there, well, it's now has your personal information, but it's going to use your personal information to feed out to the next person who puts something in. And that's one of the biggest things that we want parents and kids to know and understand. So there, I do have rules and regulations that I talk to and teach when you're using AI, because it's... AI is like a personal assistant on steroids <laughs> if you know how to use it correctly and properly. And that's one of the things that I make sure that I teach my young people and all of my adults on how are you putting in? What are you putting in? Because one of the scary stories that I've dealt with is I don't want a child to be able to put all their personal information into the computer, into the AI product, 
and then somebody else come and get, capture that and then turn around. And this has happened in my own family, turn around and have that child, quote unquote, reach out to a grandparent saying, hey, I'm in trouble. Can you send me some money? I'm away at school. Mm. And it's not the child sending the grandparent that message, but it sounds like the grandchild, grandchild. Yes. It looks like the grandchild. It, everything is the same, but it's now an AI, not, it's typically not a bot, but it's another illegitimate adult posing as that grandchild. And so it's really, what do you put in? How do you do it? But the other big key, and one of the things I want parents and under, adults to know, have a keyword. Oh, have a key true. phrase. So if I can ask you, Cammie, I can ask you a question and I can say, Cammie, what was your, um, I don't remember, but where, where did Graham, where's, what's grandma's address? And you and I already know we have a key phrase. What's grandma's address. If you give me back the right address, then I know it's you. But if you don't, then I know that's an AI or that's a person who is a scammer. And they don't have a clue what that secret code word is. That is so good. What good advice. Oh, my gosh. And guys, don't put your kids' voices out there. Uh, be careful. Watch them. I love what you said about open communication. There's also ways you can look at what's going on in conversations they're having on their apps, on their computers and their devices. There's lots of ways to do that too, but we need to protect our kids while still encouraging, encouraging them to reach for the moon and create this amazing life that this generation offers to kids in 2023 and going forward. Barb, thank you so much for sharing that. This is just amazing. And I'm super, super excited to get this out there to people and inspire them with your work. Oh my gosh. So now we have to move on. We're here uh, celebrating today. This is our little secret that we're celebrating today. But let the world know that you have just launched your brand new podcast. And uh, let's let's talk about that right now, because okay. what a rush, right? This is It has been. It has I I know. And it's just so fun. And I'm so excited for you. So tell us about your podcast. All right. So the podcast is called The Kid Factor Podcast. It is on Apple Podcasts and I am showcasing adults and children, my young entrepreneurs on the things that they're doing with me, but I'm also finding ones that aren't part of my program and I'm up leveling because like you mentioned earlier, if you can do it, then I can do it. If somebody that has gone through what you've gone through, Barb, and all the trials and tribulations you do, and they can make it happen. If I can take a single parent household and I can up level a special needs child through all the work that we do, a regular normal, quote, quote unquote, normal child without special anything, if we can take those kids and make them better, we as adults can do the same thing. Isn't that the truth? 
Oh, amazing. Uh, That's so great. So you're having conversations on the podcast. I know you have a child, actually a mom and a a son that are interviewed as well, which is amazing. And um, for two reasons. One, I love how you're elevating these kids and just really training them in entrepreneurship. But I also love how the mom is so supportive of it and a part of it. And it feels safe to me. So I love that. And then tell us about the Kid Factor Academy. So the Kid Factor Academy is the educational piece of the Kid Factor. If you want to know more about what Barb does, listen to the Kid Factor. But if you want your kids to do what Barb's kids are doing, if you want you as an adult to do what Barb's adults are doing, that is our educational piece where they work with me. And we coach either one-on-one, we coach on a um, small group and a large group basis. I have educational materials that all deal with financial education, business, entrepreneurship, and business development, but then also personal development. And one of the big things that I don't talk too much about, but I do, is being a world-class athlete. As a world-class athlete, it takes a different type of mindset. And you ask me what, what makes me invincible? I really think it's my, I'm not going to lose this game. I'm not going to lose. It's that mindset. And it really is the foundation and the personal development is the foundation for everything. I love that. And you know, you just, what you said just really triggered a thought for me is that you know, the one thing I have seen with you with just this, uh, such a short time that we have worked together, I mean, uh, is like such, it's like a storm, right? We came at it like a storm. It was so quick. Um, But the thing I love about you is some people play not to lose, but you play to win. You know, and I want to say that right now and say that to other people um, that are living that way and don't even realize it. Are you protecting yourself and doing just enough to make sure you don't lose? Or are you playing full out to make sure that you win? And, and that is something, Barb, that I noticed about you. And I absolutely love that. And I believe that that is the, the one single, if I had to pick one single character or trait characteristic or trait about you that makes you successful i'm going to say that that's what it is you show up ready to win you don't think about not winning you don't play to not lose you are in it to win it i've watched it and i'm excited to see what you do in these next few steps these next few months um and into the new year because this is just amazing let's do this let's tell our listeners just one place where they can find you one simple place okay they can find me at the kid factor podcast great and to find me Personally, they can go to thekidfactor.fun. That's our website, thekidfactor.fun, because I live with that concept. I don't do anything unless it's fun. And if I have to do it and it's a struggle or anything else, I'm going to find a way to make it fun. I love it. Oh my gosh. This is so great. So great. And fun is like your middle name. So you are, you are lots of fun and your ideas are fun and your energy is fun and, uh, and winning is fun. And I'm so excited for you. Okay. 
And for listeners, just click the link in the show notes because Barb has lots of different things. So we're going to have all of those links in the show notes for you. But right now, just to give you the quick ones, we want to make sure you can find her fast, but just hit the link. You'll get there, you'll find her, and you can tap into all the great things that she has. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster and you want to come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend. And it is on Zoom, so super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment, we can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. Oh, Barb, this has been so fun. You know, on She's Invincible, we promise our listeners we're going to bring them fierce entrepreneurs. We are going to spotlight and highlight their expert zones of genius. And you have done that so well today. But we're not done because we also promise that while we're doing all those great things and we're we're showing people who you are, what you can do, the transformations that you can make and how you're really making such a huge impact in people's lives when it comes to thinking about growing your money, creating wealth, financial independence, all of those things. 
there's still the journey that no one sees. See, they see you and they think, oh, she's so smart. She, she's got this energy. She's, she's winning, right? And they're like, lucky her. Whoa, don't even get me started about the lucky game. <laughs> so what we decided to do on She's Invincible is give them something to compare to because they come, they see you and they think lucky her. And then they think, well, I don't this or I don't that, right? All the reasons why they can't have success like Barb V. Um, and so I love to pull back the curtain and just share with people, yes, she's very successful. She's had a lot of wins in her life, but not without pain and suffering because anything great, anything worth having, anything worth achieving comes with its own price. And we know, I know because I know you, but you have paid the price more than some people I know. Um, and so I'm excited to pull back the curtain with you today and really encourage people that it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're facing. You can do it anyway. You don't have to give up. You can get back up even when you think you can't. So are you ready to tell some fun stories? Okay. All right, let's do it. First story, tell us one quick story about the good or the greatest part of your journey so far. Oh, I think the greatest part is, part of it is I'm dealing with it right now. I am dealing with and launching a brand new podcast and taking it through and to the world and making it a top rated podcast, which it already is. As we speak, uh, I haven't looked in five minutes, but <laughs> but you're currently sitting in a number one position in kids education. Uh, and you're also ranking in eight areas total around the world in the U.S. and internationally. And I just want to say that. And that's so exciting to hear you say that this is the good or the greatest part right now of this journey. Oh, my gosh, you are on your way. What an amazing, amazing thing. How's it feel? It's it's incredible. I think the only other thing that I can compare this to is winning gold medals and winning athletic competitions on three different continents and Which winning those winning those most people don't know that our american flag does not lower or dip to any nation or anything i have had our american flag and the national anthem raised in my honor on three different continents that's and amazing. to be a proud patriot and really I wasn't born here, but I've always been an American citizen. And to be able to do that on three different continents, that's incredible. But today, knowing that I am now a host of a podcast that is on multiple different continents, I, we haven't even added up the different continents that it's on, but you know, on multiple different continents in how many different countries I'm now able to teach and touch the lives of children who may have never been able to hear me or would have never been in my own little single classroom in a school district that is a continent or two away. So that is that is the most amazing, incredible thing and why it means so much to me today. I love that. And I just want to say you are wired to win. No matter what you do, I think that's going to be your tag wired to win. And 
Uh, It is amazing. And what we say in podcast school is we're changing lives one story at a time. And that's really what's going on. And and you've been doing that your whole life. And now you are able to have a platform where you're able to make an even bigger impact than you ever imagined. And that is so exciting. So congratulations. And that was fun. But (laughs) now we got to take a turn. Okay. So we're going to save ugly for last, but tell me a story about the bad part of the journey. Oh, the bad part of my journey. I think one of the, one of the hardest parts was the naysayers in my life. And you can't do that. You're a girl. You know, I was part of my athletics was as a power lifter, as a javelin thrower. I'm not a small child and wasn't, I was born at four pounds, but you know, I was one of the biggest kids in my class, but I was always strong, but I found something to turn that bad into positive. But for me, I didn't have a lot of support in a lot of different areas, but I found solace in staying in my lane. And so I think the bad was, at one point in my life, surrounding myself by the, with the wrong people. And that is not good because I tell my, tell everybody I talk to and work with now, your friends and families are like elevators. They're either going to take you up or they're going to take you down. You have to be on the elevator or the escalator that just goes up. And that's the one and where you want to be. But if you're not, they can take you down. And I've had many downs in my life. And when I realized I need to clean out my friendships, I need to clean out my naysayers and hang around with those positive people, then everything is going to move up. It's not going to get great. It's not going to be better right away, but it's, it's still moving forward and moving up rather than being down and like, you know, face down in the dirt. That's not a place for me to stay. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh my gosh. That's so good. I love your, what you say about the elevator. They're either going to take you up or they're going to take you down. There are no truer words. I know this. Okay. My friends, here we go. We're going ugly. Tell us a story about the ugly. Um, my ugly is pretty hard. Um, I lost everything. After I left classroom teaching, I was on cloud nine. I had over 75 people that I taught not to be my employees, but I taught them to start their own businesses as 1099s because there's so many advantages of owning your own business. And when you do it properly, there's so many positives in that area. So I left classroom teaching. I built a consulting program and it's consulting agency, but I hired all my quote unquote employees, but I hired them as 1099s where they got more advantages of being a self-employed person versus mine. Um, I then lost my business to identity theft. I lost my largest client to chapter 11. And in less than six months time, I went from a booming business, 75 plus people working with me to living out of my car. I lost my house. I lost most of my friends. 
And the majority of the things that I struggled with, I couch surfed for a period of time, but I was at one point, I was the person that if you were at a family and your refrigerator went out, you might've gotten a gift card in the mail or delivered to your house for one of the local home improvement companies that had the value on that gift card that you could go buy your own new refrigerator or your washer and dryer. And I lost all that. And then the friends that I thought were friends wouldn't even go out to lunch with me and pick up my tab for lunch or go out for a drink or coffee or something like that. And that's the ugly, but at the same time, you know, I didn't dwell in that area. It might've taken me some time to get through it, but I didn't dwell on that. I don't dwell on what's going wrong. I keep my focus on, like you said, I'm, I'm wired to win. I keep my focus on the win. And where do I want to be? What do I want to do? How am I going to get there? I'm going to go through all the bumps and all the bruises and everything else, but I'm going to surround myself with the people who are going to uplift me. And that's what I do. And that's why, you know, the bad was the good, the, the elevator with the right and wrong people that you hang with, but the ugly, I was way down, but that's not where I'm at anymore. And it's not what I focus on. Well, you are on your way back up on the elevator that's going up to the penthouse suite. And I couldn't be more excited for you. And, you know, as you share the story, I have to ask you this question because so many entrepreneurs today, before too, but today uh, are struggling. And as they're listening to this message today, some of them may be face down on the ground. What words of wisdom do you have, Barb, that you could share real quick about what you want to pour into them? I want to give you this moment to pour into these entrepreneurs that are listening, that are face down on the ground, and they don't think they can get back up. The first thing for me and you know, is my faith. What do you believe in? You have to have a strong faith. Because if you don't have a strong faith, what do you have? And then what do you want? Where do you want to go? Where are you today? Where do you want to be? And by when? That's the goal setting stuff that I teach. And if you're down and out, you know what I've gone through just in the last four months. And it's not been all easy and everything like that. But the biggest key for me is surrounding myself with the right type of people. Surrounding myself with people who are going to pour that love and energy into me and see sometimes my success before I see it for myself. And I think those kind of people and that type of work, if you surround yourself and you're face down, well, the first thing is turn over, face up, because the real the real key is if you're down and you're six feet down, if you're not buried, you've got something to work for and something to look at. Turn around, look up and start heading up. Reach out to somebody that you know has your back. And if you don't have that kind of person in your life, reach out to us at the Kid Factor. Because we're going to we're going to pour into you and your family. We're going to pour into you. It doesn't take money to make money. It takes one single idea. One single thought you can create and change your entire future. 
And you can do that single thought on a negative. And we don't talk that and we don't teach it, but you can do it on a positive. And if you want to go to the positive, that's where you're going up. And I think that's the biggest thing. If you get somebody who's down as far as they can, find that friend, find that mentor, find that coach. Like I found in working with you, Cammie, you, absolutely amazing, amazing. You poured into me the things that would change my life so that I can pour into the people that are in my lane and I can change the lives of kids and families, regardless of the situations that, are, that they are in today. Oh, I, I love what you said. If you're face down on the ground, just roll over and get look up. Oh, that is so profound. You guys grab your phone and make a list. Just roll over, look up, make that list. What do you want? It's so good. So good. And reach out, reach out to Barb at the Kid Factor because she, if anybody I know, she can help you get back up and get on your way to winning. I love it so much. I'm so happy to have you with us today, Barb. Thank you so much for sharing all of these things, being so authentic and sharing these stories that are not easy to share, but they're the ones that put us on the track to the best part of our journey. Congratulations to you for your success for the impact that you're making in the world, for your top number one ranked podcast for kids today. I, I am out of words. I don't know what else to say. So I'm going to tell our listeners, I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you are face down on the ground right now, roll over and get back up because you can do anything. Thank you for joining us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please follow the show, submit a rating and review and share us with your friends. If you would like to chat to see if you can attract your ideal client and monetize your business through podcasting, please book a free call with me at camilehman.com. I can't wait to meet you.